Anchor FM is one of the best ways to make and distribute your podcasts. Their online creative tools can allow you to make your podcasts from home and on the go. Anchor will also help you get your podcast sponsored with no minimum listenership and help you make money while doing your podcast. And distribution is the easiest thing ever. I've used many different distribution sites. Anchor so far has been the best. And they can get you on every major distribution site out there. They can take your RSS feed, whether you're creating a new one or if you're just moving a show from another platform, sign up for Anchor at anchor.fm now. And when you get there, Make sure you pay attention to everything they tell you to do, and they'll help make your podcast great and help make you some money. Again, head on over to Anchor.fm now. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for your NCAA and NFL Pick'em Show with Tim and Tom. Be sure to join the guys as they discuss why they're taking their spread picks and their over and unders. Don't miss it as they can help you win a lot of money. Also listen in for random hockey and NBA picks as well. You're not going to want to miss this on the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash widemencantjump. And it's brought to you by wowfreecam.com and the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com. Now, to pick your winners and win you some money, here's Tim and T.R. Take it away. Welcome back to another edition of Tim and Tom's Pick Show. With us from the wilds of New Jersey, as always, the great Tom Robinson. How are you tonight, Tom? I am well rested. Uh, a surprise Thursday off, so I quickly got a hold of you and uh, that big giant man from West Virginia and stated my uh, availability for this big football weekend. And we jumped all over it. Yeah. Tom's back. Anyway, that was enough of that noise. Looks like somebody else looks like somebody else has his producer's cap on tonight. Well, I'll tell you, sir, um, I have to say, on a side note before we get going, uh, having the microphone is just so much freedom compared to the phone. Like, you got both hands free. You can kind of read over there. Like, before, I would have a hard time. I'm holding the phone. You're trying to read. You're hoping you sound right, blah, 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 blah. But with the mic, man, plug and play, this is is the way to go. You got to... At some point, you got to look into it because it's just so much easier. And uh, after last night, as we found out, the sound is significantly better, So, which is always nice. Uh, anyhow, let's have a look over at the good old Anna Favelle. Wild card weekend. Always interesting. Uh, I'm just going to throw out here, though, a couple quick stats before we get to the games. Uh, in the last five years, Tom, what do you think the road team's record is in the wild card weekend? Um, if you had to guess, 
That's 20 uh, games. That's 20 I games. From, I come from Philadelphia, who obviously did well on the road. Uh, I'm trying to think of the last five seasons. I know that teams like the Ravens, the shit out of people, but that was probably further than five years. I'd say 50-50. You would be exactly right on the money, sir. The road teams are 10-10 and in the last uh, 20 wild card games. Interesting. Uh, Then I'm going to throw out another crazy stat. Of the home teams, Dak Prescott is the most experienced quarterback hitting the field on Saturday and Sunday. Interesting. Which I Trubisky never jumps looked. out, but I'm not thinking yeah, about I don't anybody even know. else. Who's the QB in Houston? Deshaun. Deshaun Jackson? Okay, so he's a rook. And Baltimore uh, must Watson. be going with Watson. Wrong Deshaun. <laughs> wrong one. And then Baltimore must be is going with the other one, correct? Lamar, yeah. You got yeah, the last Lamar. name right for him. Yeah, okay. So that that I thought was kind of interesting. So uh, you can kind of throw your home field maybe not quite as big a deal as, as uh, normal. Uh, and that quarterback thing, that's that's frightening because usually uh, getting that first playoff win for a, a quarterback is a that's a tough one usually. So, But with that in mind, we will jump to the Saturday games. Starting us off at 435 Eastern in Houston, the Indianapolis Colts at the Texans. Houston, uh, one-point favorite. Um, How do you feel about this one, Tom? Uh, This is kind of a weird week for me to jump right back in because it's a feeling of pride of sorts. The very uh, old Steven Spielberg-looking Frank Reich, who's only like 42 or something, looks like he's 80 lately. But anyway, he was the Eagles' O.C., for the Super Bowl season last year. Got the job at Indianapolis, started out like balls, and uh, they've won, what, nine out of ten or eight out of nine straight? Something like that, yeah. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, twelve and two. Uh, they came out of the gate uh, one and five, and uh, I've been on fire ever since. Yeah, um, the the rookie kid whose name escapes me on defense has been playing like a maniac and uh Andrew Luck seems to have returned to the guy we used to think he would have been, the successor of Brady and Manning and those types. Uh, that said, they are in Houston and there is a champion down there from the University of Clemson named Deshaun Watson. Though inexperienced, luck having the the nod there. We remembered the Flake Gate. Um, I don't think there'll be none of that going <laughs> on. But luck was the QB in that game. Um, well, at least the Colts discovered it. <clears throat> do we do we put any significance in a uh, Week 14 loss to the Colts at home? Um, I don't personally. But okay, no, I'm just throwing it out. I, I, uh, I watched, you know, I watched most of the Eagles games uh, here where I'm at, and 
I wasn't really into them this year. I was like, they already won me a title. I don't really have to put much pressure on them. So what? They're eight and eight, probably nine and seven. I ended up nine and seven, but a whole new pulse. But we'll get to that later. Um, what got me on them? Something to do with, um, you know, my 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 memory has not improved over my hiatus. Uh, Colts Texans. Oh, I, I I got the ple- I got the pleasure of watching Deshaun play a full game. Obviously, every snap I watch the Eagles, and he's he's something special. Um, basically, without Foles being a miracle man, they beat the Eagles. I mean, they came back, got two scores rather quickly due due to his legs and his arms and his field awareness. Uh, I don't know. I I. I kind of like Houston here. I don't know if I'll, I'd give any units like we did during the season. Uh, I like Houston a little. Is that enough? Is that cool? Yeah, no, I can, uh, like I said, this, this is a tough one. I mean, on paper, when you look at it, they're pretty evenly matched. I mean, there's not a lot of room not a lot of give there. I mean, uh, both can score. Uh, maybe Houston's defense uh, slightly better than than the Colts. Not a lot better, but slightly better. Um, I would think maybe the only thing you can maybe you're going to go to is rookie quarterback versus uh, more experienced quarterback. Not that Indianapolis has had a ton of uh, preseason. Success, but or postseason. Sorry, not preseason. But um, I'm kind of leaning towards the Colts, but only ever so slightly. Uh, I, I don't see a runaway winner in this game, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess, uh, apropos to the show, we have to give units. Uh, my my side would be Houston. For two units, um, I think just uh, it's hard to say. Andrew Luck. I was going to say Deshaun's a proven winner at Clemson, but it's not like Andrew Luck is uh, just your average Joe. No, hardly. So uh, that's what I say. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the experience. I'm going to take the Colts, but only for the one. I, I I could easily see this game going the other way. Uh, for the record just in case this happens so I can look stupid. I'll say on the air that neither of these team have any teams have any shot at hoisting the Lombardi trophy when it all is said and done. So I would have to people can play that later if it happens. But I, I would have no to shot. agree with you on yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. That's gonna take some uh either some injuries or somebody to really step up or step down for that to happen. All right. So, all right. So we got uh, Tr taking the Texans for two, and I'm sticking with the Colts for one. Then we go to the game that's really got my, of course, being a Cowboys guy, uh, the Seattle Seahawks at Dallas. The Cowboys two point favorites. Oh, but boy, the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, what can you not say about them? Good, bad. Uh, they looked like a hot mess last week until the last two minutes of the game. 
and then suddenly they decided that maybe they maybe they did want to get into the playoffs after all and well they were in anyway I guess but still they they, they showed up um, you just don't know what you're going to get from the Dallas Cowboys you have no clue uh, if Prescott has got his game going he's fairly decent I won't say he's great because that might be a bit of a stretch um, Amari Cooper when he's got his game on is pretty good uh, the Cowboy defense, when they show up, is pretty good. But when they don't, they're a hot mess, uh, as I like to say. Um, I'm really tore up about this one, but uh, I am going to have to pick Seattle to mm. win on the road. I hope I'm wrong, but I just do not like the Cowboys as a whole. Do not impress me. Uh, not that the Seahawks have been any great pile of goodness either. Uh, they have a quarterback that can win the game all by himself if he will, if he gets the chance to do so. And the Cowboys do not, in my opinion. So I'm going to take the Seahawks for the big one. But let's hear your take on that one. Well, uh, not joining us tonight is my uh, Dallas insider, Nigel uh, DeAngelis. But I did have a chance to speak with him off air, and he mentioned something. I was leaning with you with Seattle basically because of that Russell Wilson pain in the ass. He just, he just shows up. It's hard to stop. And, you know, he made a point that it's like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, you got to be up 28 to feel good. And, you know, that's late in the game. But one thing he pointed out that I, I wasn't, zeroed in on um, Tavon Austin has had been uh, you know kind of hurt or out or something and he's he's made a return recently and that open that can open up some things for both Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott um, that said I still I just can't see Russell Wilson doing the job in wrestling speak to Zach Prescott. I almost called him Zach Prescott. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Seattle with you and uh, go two units there as well. well and I have to throw in there, too. We've already got a previous uh, – Seattle's already beaten the Cowboys. And if you go back and look at that game um, – Elliott had a really good game. He was, uh, I don't know, 126 on the ground or something like that. Cowboys played pretty good and couldn't couldn't beat them then. And I think uh, the Seahawks have gotten better as the year has gone on, um, except for a smudge against the 49ers. Uh, they went 6-1 and one in their last seven. So I just don't – I mean, the Cowboys are at home, so you never – I said, you just don't know. But on paper and from what my gut's telling me, I just can't. I see them throwing, you know, laying another egg like they do. When they should win, they don't. Keep me on hold, will you, over there? Oh, big! I don't even have the screen on, Nate. We are yeah, joined I by... I was going to warn you about that. Big. Well, I sort of knew he might call in, but I just, I don't even have, I'm not even looking at it. So, so he just, he just overrides me with the power of West Virginia people and gets on anyhow. Right. That's right. Don't forget it. Yeah, the, you had to put yourself on. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to put yourself over it, too, dude. I'm nobody to terrible. Um, Tim, would be, Tim would be the worst switchboard operator in the history of football. Oh, yeah I, don't, I, yeah. I don't like doing it, I admit. Uh, I, I don't mind pushing those buttons for cool songs, but after that, I'm done. Damn. Well, you guys were talking about I, – I was listening. I've been here since the Houston game, by the way. So well, that's I where we started. Yeah, that's how long I've been here. You prick. Well, good for you. <laughs> good day. Where's your mute button, you motherfucker? <laughs> Not like you could find it on the switchboard. Um, oh, yeah? You don't think so, eh? To get them. There you go. Fuck Come you. back, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I like, in the first game, in case anybody cares, I like Houston. Um, defense too much. Deshaun Watson, you know, he's a good quarterback, but Lamar Miller, Devon, uh, Deontay Foreman, Alfred Blue, just a running game from, from hell to try to stop. Demarius Thomas, the newly acquired receiver, at, at the two slot, the Colts aren't very good on uh, the corners. They give up a lot of passing uh, touchdowns. So, I like the Texans, who are going to pass the ball. Covered DeAndre, but Demarius Thomas is still uh, as good as a primary target you'll see. The Dallas-Seattle game, if you look at Dallas's losses this season, they've lost to Carolina. They've lost to Seattle. They lost uh, early on to um, – there was they had an early game. I believe it was they lost um, to the Titans as well. They lost to the Texas. The similarities in all those losses Houston. is all those quarterbacks are good on their feet. Dallas has it doesn't have a linebacking core where they can put a spy on Russell Wilson. So even if they have perfect coverage downfield, you're not going to be able to take one of your slow linebackers to put on Russell Wilson. He's just going to run all over you. So. I think Seattle wins that game, and it's not even going to be close. I think Seattle puts a spanking on the Cowboys, who won the NFC speaking, least this year. Speaking of Russell, well, thanks for the uh, jab at my my Eagles division. But uh, speaking of Russell Williams, Russell Wilson rather running all over you. Um, what the hell's his wife's name? His wife's name? She's that singer, Sierra. Uh, oh yeah, I'm sure she. I'm sure she had a lot of that when they promised not to have premarital sex in the name of the Lord. Anyway, um, see when you get that's a pre, that's a pre com joke. Is this thing on, Nate? Yeah, I got you. Uh, Nate's still trying to do the math on that one. Nate's burping his son. Excuse me. Oh, oh good boy. Lord. I got some awkward timing with those. I have a new name. We're going to call him Nate the Name Dropper Bush. Every time he comes on the Pick'em Show, he starts throwing around third primary target receiver names and second. The left guard. Second string, yeah, left linebacker replacements from Tuesdays, blah, 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 blah. He's he's the name dropper from now on. That's what we're going to call him. (laughs) Sorry for knowing my sports. Oh boy, are you gonna take that one, Tom, or do you want me to take that one? Uh, I, I was I was just chilling, listening to you fellas. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, but, uh, all right. And well, before we go on, uh, hidden in that 
um, encyclopedia of knowledge of current talent. I agreed with both Nate's pick, and you're the only one on the Indianapolis Colts. So that's intriguing. Well, so come some come Saturday when I'm right and you guys are wrong, I'll feel good about myself. There you go. Or or not. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first yeah. time I was wrong, certainly. So. Speaking of which, hey, let's let's switch gears quick. Uh, that was that's the Saturday games. Uh, Nate and I picked every bowl game. We are uh, if we get the final game right, we will have done sixty percent of the bowl games. Incorrect. Well, I took uh, I took Clemson. You took Alabama. So. That is so. So one of us will hit. One of us will be sixty, and one of us will be fifty-seven. And we won't yeah. talk about Lou's record. Oh, Lou was your uh, third party. I thought McAdam did some of that with you guys. No, no, he just came on and and did some yapping. But uh, Lou came on for the bowl games, and well, we won't, we just won't bring it up to save okay. some space for Lou. This Lou was not good. Oh, but anyway, so let's talk about that game instead. While we're let's go to the uh, college football championship. Oh, I thought I got muted. No, um, no, you're, everyone's there. The uh, the Crimson Tide, as we've pointed out all year, are, are devastating. But, however, they scheduled so many cupcakes that when they play a good team, it seems they show some vulnerability. And I would, I would think that Clemson uh, has earned their reputation to be a, quote, good team. Um we saw that Notre Dame probably wasn't as good as their ranking. Um, however, Clemson Clemson showed up like the, this is this is getting like the Cavs against the uh, Warriors for, uh, for years past in the NBA. But uh, but yeah, I still got to go with Alabama and Nick Nick Saban, that evil bastard. He hired the the coach of. You guys discussed that that he hired the, the coach of Maryland, who, you know, got chased out of there for overworking the young man <laughs> who passed away, and Nick Saban hired him as a consultant like right away. Um, I, I I have nothing Nick's, good to say about Nick Saban, nothing, nothing except he wins, I guess. I yeah, I would uh, I would still say he's going to win this year as well. God bless you. Um, professional broadcast system over here. Um, anyhow, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would say Nick Saban's going to win, and I believe you told me the spread currently is five. Uh, yes, five points. Okay. Okay. Um, Nate's, Nate. Uh, your son sounds cute, by the way. Thank <laughs> uh, I will go with Alabama to win in a uh, competitive game, but win by at least seven. So I don't think they'll have a problem covering the five. Big Nate, let's hear your, let's hear your uh, rebuttal for Clemson. I mean, I'm looking to – sorry, I had the phone away from me. I'm I'm trying to put the kid to sleep, but I still want to be on. Um, right on. 
And you, I, I know you're. I know you're. I know it's got to be hard to nurse as well while you're doing that. <laughs> I like that one. It's not been easy. Um, <laughs> you know, every my head is saying, my head is just telling me, after watching Clemson, they just have so much depth on the offensive line and the defensive side. Alabama didn't beat Oklahoma convincingly. Oklahoma's a horrid defense. They're awful. Oklahoma was able to make adjustments on the defensive side of the ball to keep it, you know, respectable. They're not going to be able to play like that and beat Clemson. Clemson's a different animal. I just think Clemson's, it's Clemson's year to, to get revenge. And I just have a feeling Clemson's going to take it. So, Nate calls for an outright Clemson victory, which certainly means he's taking the five points. I have oh, yeah. to, I'd have to assume so. Uh, you know, Nate, I, I, I wish I had your childlike enthusiasm for Clemson because I hate Alabama. And I would really love to see them lose just so we could not keep hearing about how goddamn good they are. Kind of like, you know, the Duke basketball thing. They said it would go away for a little while, but I just don't think it's going to. I think they just, they damn near, even against teams that are good, they almost score at will. Uh, I don't think they've played a game yet this year where they've really had to pedal to the metal for the whole game. Um, they kind of go out and score when they need to. The other team comes back a little bit. Oh, well, well we better go get a touchdown. And off they go. And I, I just don't, I mean, I hope Clemson wins the game. I really do but I don't think they're going to. I'm going to take Alabama to cover, but it pains me to do so. All right. Well, here, uh, I'm not cutting you off if you have more point, but it's just my brain. Here is a, uh, a tri- in-show trivia question for you two. One of our guests in the past was a star at Clemson University. Who was that guest? Oh. In in what sport? Sure. Ah, you had to screw screw up my trick question. In basketball, wasn't it Ron Fuller? I was going to say sure Ron was. Fuller. Yes. Tennessee uh, stuff. What a sneaky bastard! I was trying to switch your brains into thinking we didn't interview any Clemson football players. Um, ha! My. My slightly sane Canadian mind went right along with you there. Uh, After Frank and I were out hunting Yeti last weekend. (laughs) So, we got uh, Alabama reluctantly because of the hatred from the Great White North. It's it's not so much hatred. It's just, it's like every other sport. Uh, I mean, I don't, okay, you know, how long have they been winning? It's time for somebody else. Even if it's Clemson, who, I guess, what, they won, what, two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they won at least one of them. So, they, I mean, yeah, I so they're a fairly know. recent winner, too. But I just, I, I want to see a little bit more parity in that sport because it's getting, you know, kind of a little bit on the boring side. I mean, the, the two uh, national semifinal games were boring. They weren't that much fun to watch because they weren't really that close. 
There was better bowl games sent, uh, during the week. Yeah, this I was think it's Go ahead. This was, one, this was one of those years they could have had just a national title game with no playoff, and I don't think anybody would have griped too hard. Well, yeah, I mean, if we, we got to, I mean, let's take a, we got time. Let's take a little bit closer look at the, that, that whole thing. Um, there's too many bowl games. They don't mean anything anymore, uh, except for the last one, of course. Well, I guess you want to count the two semifinals, but uh, they've got to come up with some kind of a system that rewards bowl games, I, wins. I don't know how, because, of course, they can't give anybody a nickel or else God knows that will just ruin everything if the players got anything. Um, I don't know what they do, but you got guys not report, you know, uh, fairly big names not playing in bowl games because the game don't mean nothing and I don't want to get hurt. And and I get it to a point, but it kind of devalues the whole system when that happens. Um, I don't know what they got. I mean, if they got to come up with some kind of scholarship reward, maybe. Maybe if you win your bowl game, you get another. You can give another guy a free ticket. Uh, maybe if you lose, you lose one. I, I don't know something, because Alabama's not getting. Even if they win or lose this year, they get the number one recruiting class again. You're going to be watching this again next year, unless somebody comes out of nowhere and it's going to be the same old story. And it's getting kind of dull. Uh, I'm with you to a degree. I mean. But I also know you know why, and it has to do with the good old American dollar. And, well, of course, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can't ever forget that. But that was just like today. I, I was going to ask you guys about that, too. Uh, um, I think it was a – I don't know if it was a football player or a basketball player who um, appealed his suspension, and the NCAA said, no, sorry, uh, you're you're on the hook. So he gets the player gets suspended for uh, supposedly taking money from somebody, even though they have no proof that he took any money from anyone. But the program doesn't get suspended. The coach doesn't get suspended. The athletic director, he doesn't get suspended. But the player, he can get kicked in the head. And I, I just, it, it's getting ridiculous. Um, this guy's coaching right now that shouldn't even be out on the field. Well, uh, that was Dewan Hernandez from Miami in basketball, who uh, has been ruled ineligible because he took uh, supposedly took money from an agent, but nobody can prove that. But of course, the, the almighty NCAA has just decided it's a fact and and went and ran with it. Who is it? Deshaun is his name, or Dewan? Dewan Hernandez from Miami. Don't worry about it, Dewan. If an agent's giving you cash, you probably got a career at least in fucking overseas. So fuck my uh, is it Miami? Fuck Miami. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Um, I don't know, but back to the to the football end of things. It's it's not as fun as it used to be. Bowl day, bowl week used to be awesome, and now it's become well, bowl month. And it's not when so we awesome were, anymore. When we when we were little tykes, Tim, uh, January 
31st was a must-see day of football. Oh, good but. God, yeah. I mean, it was basically bowl day then. Pretty. You'd have a couple games New Year's Eve, but the goodies were on, on New Year's Day. And then the fight would yeah. be on for who really was the national champion and who wasn't. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as far as pick and handicap, and if either of you finish at 60%, that's pretty impressive because – Bowls are, you know, kind of like you said, how some some guys take off. They get in destination sites and they're college kids and, you know, take the University well, we, of Georgia for. We picked early, Georgia too. Like, I got example. posed on uh, West Virginia because I picked West Virginia, then their quarterback doesn't play. Well, yeah, their chances, I mean, you know, their chances of winning. Yeah, we didn't know that when that happened, though. I still knew. Don't well, you might have known, but uh, don't well. bet on him in the bowl game. Yeah, but that had no, yeah, I don't care about that. Push. Well, it's hard to keep college kids' attention for a week, much less a month. That's their preparation, and it's really not preparation. They have nothing to play for other than this playoff uh, foursome, you know. So. Yeah, they're they're very they're very tough to handicap. Uh, I'm kind of glad that this one means something. That's why I have a, a keener eye, so to speak, on what I think is going to happen. But I did horrible. McAdams group had some pool, and I just put who I thought would win at the last minute, and I think I'm in last place. Yes, K. Do you you have a anything you'd like to say there, sir? He's 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 talking a little bit right now. Well, I heard him I heard him chuckle there a minute there. I don't know if that was in re, any relation to our picks or if he was just looking at his dad. I'm trying to ask. Uh, fuck you. Trying to get complete. <laughs> I love you, Nate. <laughs> yeah, you, Canadian brick. Man, that's hey. It's not my fault that you've decided to be good friends with my son and have undermined my authority. <laughs> Hey, he's hooking me up. <laughs> Become Nate's new chip drug dealer, my kid. The West Virginia Canadian chip trade is underway. Uh, so, Tom, if you if oh there's boy. anything you'd like from Canada, just uh, hit my son up on the uh, Wide Men Can't Jump page, and he'll probably hook you up. Right on. I, uh... I'll have to look into that. I mean, I was eating potato oh, chips might, tonight, which might, I rarely do. There might be something else you may require that you, know, you never know. Well, I ate potato chips, which is a rare occasion because there was dip around here, and dip is my Achilles heel. But uh, uh, a man what kind of, of my, dip, sir? What kind uh, of dip? Sour cream and onion, I believe. No. Uh, Urban what's spice? What kind of dip? French onion. French onion dip. I should have said skull, but anyway, um, <laughs> no potato chips wouldn't go with that. Uh, French onion dip and uh, a man of my age and my uh, poor choice in diet once in a while has to stay away from salt. So that wasn't a very intelligent move on mine, but I failed. So I'll let you guys have the chips for the rest of this new year, 2019. I also got to throw out there a quick note. Uh, the house looks spectacular from the outside, and god damn was I impressed by the hall at that Christmas tree. Was that just for 
you, the old lady, and the two two youngsters. That Christmas tree and all them fucking presents that were there. Uh, uh, yeah, she went nuts with the. With the I was gonna say some presents. somebody was spoiled rotten because holy Christ, that was imp- I had to take my picture down because I felt like inadequate. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't too good on my end of of of, this, of the bargain as far as. We're not expected with, to be. We're men. We don't. We don't do that kind of thing. I, I try to. I try to make that known, but whatever. But <laughs> yeah, and a, a, a plus, a plus job there on that on that Christmas. Yeah, celebration. no, kind of me impressed with that. Um, anyhow, uh, let's get back to the football, and then we can yap for a few minutes and wrap this up. Uh, Sunday, the Los Angeles Chargers are in Baltimore to play the Ravens, and the Ravens are three-point favorites. Nate. The Ravens beat the Chargers not too long ago in Baltimore. It was a game that the Chargers needed, and they didn't get. If they win that game, they're probably the number one seed in the playoffs for the first-round bye. This is a revenge game for the Chargers. Lamar Jackson's a rookie quarterback coming into the playoff scene, and there's more tape on him now, especially from the end of the, not San Diego, but Los Angeles, excuse me. Um, I like the Chargers on the road in this one because it's very difficult to beat a good team more than once in a season. I just don't know if Baltimore's got it in them to do it. Did I die? No, you're, you're, you're there. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Nate made a point, and then it sounded like one of us cut off. But I did, yeah, he, I did he, decipher he that. <laughs> I did decipher that he is on board with San Diego, as I call them as well. I can't call them L.A. Uh, they're the Chargers from San Diego. Dan Fouts, John Jefferson, Kellen Winslow. That's what the fuck they are. Anyway, speaking of them, uh, Philip Rivers has eight kids. Uh, he's probably the best quarterback ever that's never did dick as far as the playoffs, and I don't think he's doing dick this year. Uh, as far as titles, I mean, um, championships. Uh, he's a good quarterback, no doubt. San Diego's a good team, no doubt. And there is more tape of Lamar Jackson's former Heisman Trophy winner, who I snuck a prediction would be the best rookie out of all of them and is getting picked latest. Uh, maybe he wasn't the best. Baker Mayfield had a pretty impressive rookie season. Some of the other boys did well when they were shown, but there ain't no stopping at Lamar. And to counter Nate's point is in his post-game uh, interview, he sounded too dumb to have anxiety, if that makes sense. Too dumb to be a rookie and like, He's not the most articulate man. I think he's just a stud athlete and, and will not have any pressure because he's, he's, like, mentally incapable of feeling it. And I think he's going to run all over the fucking place. And they will beat the Chargers outright and cover. Well, Tom Robinson, you know what they say. Uh, you think uh, uh, you, you judge a man's intelligence by the degree to which he agrees with you about things. You, sir, are a genius. 
I think the uh, Philip Rivers will once again throw up some ridiculous stats. He'll throw for some god-awful amount of yards, and yet somehow they won't win. I don't know what it is about that guy. Uh, I like him, but he just never seems to be able to really get it done. Uh, Baltimore is pretty cheap on the on the uh, defensive end. In fact, I believe uh, yet again the uh, at least in the AFC anyway the uh, uh, lowest uh, points given up. Uh, I I'll take I'll take uh, Baltimore all day long to cover. Nate, do you want to drop I a guess. few names for the Chargers? Well, Melvin Gordon's healthy. He'll be back running the ball. Uh, <laughs> Keenan Allen, this is one of the first healthy uh, wide receiver seasons he'll have in the postseason. So, he's looking good. Tyrell and Mike Williams, both one on the outside, the other on the What? Did Keenan, Keenan was, did he, did he create in living car, or is that another guy? Dear <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I thought, uh, Maybe you could tell us, Nate, too. Uh, what, what number did Philip Rivers draw in the nineteen ninety seven Royal Rumble? I believe he was number fourteen. And he was in the ring for how long? He was in there for three minutes and thirty seven seconds. And his, his socks were what color? Yellow. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Don't fuck with me. I have much. a predi- I have a quick I have a quick prediction while we're on the. Um, when number thirty hits, and, and, and the, the, the whatever that sound effect is, and it'll be Mean Gene Okerlund running to the. No, what a terrible joke. God bless oh, you, too man. Too soon. Too soon. I think you know, I like, Mean Gene really do. I, I was expecting maybe a Roman Reigns joke there, but. No, I, I, I have some class. Well, I thought the Roman Reigns joke would have been pretty funny, actually. So. I know, I'm just fucking around. <laughs> uh, rest, rest in peace, Mean Gene. He was uh, a funny mean, dude. Mean Gene, uh, I mean, about the only thing Mean Gene ever hurt was uh, the level of uh, bottles of booze, from what I understand. And Other than that, he was a pretty pretty down-earth guy, from what everything I've read. The, uh, one of the yeah. best quotes ever. Repo Man is coming to the ring at the Gimmick Battle Royal. And uh, Mean Gene goes, last week he got my mother-in-law. Bobby Heenan goes, about a year ago, everybody got your mother-in-law. Heenan. Don't leave the door open for Bobby because he run right through. Oh, yeah. That must be a thing with guys named Bobby because our good friend Bobby Blaze is also... Uh, takes opportunities of open doors and just runs right through them. Shit, he runs through closed doors, mind you, so. Yeah, somebody I know likes a lot of bobbies. Oh. Anyway. That must have been a hey, we my... Jokes suck when only two people get them and they're not on the air. <laughs> All right, well, now let's go to the big joke of the, of the wildcard weekend. The hapless Philadelphia Eagles on the road to the unbelievably awesome Chicago Bears. Nate, drop some names. Well, and some wisdom. Nick Foles getting hurt last week. Hey, Tom, is Nick Foles playing? 
that's the latest we've got here in uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, I believe he okay. was what bru- bru- bruised ribs day to day, but there's no way he's not playing. Well, Foles coming in gives the Eagles more of a chance, mm-hmm. but Alshon Jeffrey, it's a revenge game for him on the Eagles as he was in Chicago for a while. My biggest issue with Philadelphia is they have Wendell Smallwood, who I like, and then they have Darren Sproles, who I like. The only problem is on the defensive side of the ball, they're not going to be able to slow down the attack that is the Chicago Bears. Mitchell Trubisky is not going to be asked to air this one out and make long passes. He's going to be asked to kind of dictate the offense, keep the ball away from Nick Foles. If the defense is on the field, the defense is going to force chaos. Khalil Mack is the best defensive player in the league. Uh, John Gruden's a fucking tool, an idiot, a dumbass for trading him. Um, you know, I, I just have a feeling the Bears in Chicago, that Soldier Field's going to be rocking. That defense is going to be ready to hit somebody. And Nick Foles, I don't care if he does play with bruised ribs. It's hard to breathe. And Foles is a gamer. I'm not knocking Foles. I think he's a great player. But I think the lack of defensive front seven for the Eagles, especially losing Vinny Curry and guys like that from the Super Bowl roster, I think they're just not going to have enough to stop the Bears uh, with Cohen Howard running the ball. So I'm going to go with the Bears. Uh, you want to go last home or, or do you want me to go? Nah, I can go because uh, I'm I'm looking through rose colored glasses from the home Homer perspective, but I think Nate's underestimating the uh, the sudden uh, coming together of the health of the Eagles and, and a couple guys named Fletcher Cox and Michael Bennett who came here assuming a part time role, but has just did nothing but sack the fuck out of people and stop the run game. Um, especially uh, most recently when Fletcher's been going crazy. And, uh, you know, again, it's a homer point of, point of view and perspective, but I wrote them off after they lost to the Cowboys a second time. I thought that there was no shot, but then there was that big dick Nick. It was the biggest dick in the shower, allegedly. And a multi-million dollar millionaire father who owns this bazillion dollar business. What the hell is there to be unhappy about? He's just all happy and throws balls right in people's fucking faces. So, uh, you know, I, I he's just a, a weird kind of phenomenon that I don't I don't see the Trubisky led. And I was a Trubisky supporter because a lot of people were like he's not an NFL quarterback. I heard, believe it or not, and. You know, a lot of people didn't like him at all. I, I'm not saying he's Aaron Rodgers, but he's proven to be a durable, okay quarterback. And durable's not a good word. He did get hurt a couple times. But um, serviceable is what I meant. Um, so, you know, I, uh, out of all the playoff teams, I wouldn't want to play Seattle. Um, Dallas is the only one I would probably like to play ahead of the Bears of that lot. Damn sure I don't want to play the Saints or the Rams after we just beat them. So, uh, it is home, so I better put no units on it, just a rooting interest that they will win outright. Um, and I believe they will. I don't, I don't think Chicago's, 
playoff ready. Although Khalil Mack is, you know, I'm not, I can't say anything bad about that fucker except he's incredible. Uh, maybe a rough day for our offensive line, but Lane Johnson's always up for the big test, so we'll see. One thing I will yeah. say before Tim goes, I do want to say this. This is the most intriguing game of the weekend. I think this one will be the 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 two teams that are both deserve to be there and are hitting their stride at the same time. I think this will be a game that we're that I'm looking forward to. I'm with you there. This game, I think, is going to come down to two things. Can the Bears stop Nick Foles? And can the Eagles keep, which surprisingly, I'm surprised that the uh, Chicago offense is as good as it is. Um, They were like fourth in the league in points. I didn't realize they scored as much as they do. Um, Because if the Chicago defense gets to Nick Foles, the Eagles are fucked because they got nowhere to go. Um, Wentz is not going to be a backup. He's not even practicing. So that leaves us with who? Uh, Nate Nate, Nate Nate Sudfeld, Sudfeld, buddy. The great great Nate Sudfeld. Um, If the Eagles would have had a better year and this game was in Philadelphia, I may lean that direction more than I am. If this game's in Philly, I take the Eagles. That's yeah, that's a that's a whole nother ball game. But because it's in Chicago, uh, the Bears, for the first time in a while, are not just decent; they're good, and they're, it's not a fluke that they're good. They got a fucking defense to die for over there. And if the Bears uh, win, does John Gruden get a ring? Uh, well, they're good. They'll send him a thank you note anyway, followed by a, a picture of a, a clown. Um, probably a, he probably got a blowjob off a Bears cheerleader. He should get something for giving him away, but no, no, I'll give him that, that stunning first round pick, which they'll pick nobody. But anyhow, um, this for me is, when it comes to Gruden. Oh, he hates John like, Gruden. You might as well call him Baron Corbin Gruden. At least Baron Corbin's got a decent. Well, I thought you were going to maybe call him the Sandman or something like that. But anyway, somebody's Sandman, got some hate. Great. Somebody's got some hate for him, again. right? Anyways, the, this game for me, this uh, is the game of the of the weekend. This is the one that's got my interest. This is the one that probably should be the slap them around old style kind of football game that we all like and then watch it be a route. But this is the one I'm the most interested in. I'm really curious to see who's going to win. But for the record, I shall take the Bears to cover. Interesting. I'm a lone man. I'm I'm on my own island there. But, you know, what am I going to do? Pick the Bears? Let me me bring up an interesting point here. I thought – Two two interesting facts. Did you guys mention the quarterbacks? I heard you talking about the quarterbacks early. I was a couple couple minutes late getting in. The did you yeah. mention the top the top six paid quarterbacks in the NFL? None of them made the playoffs this year. Yeah, and I, and I no, but I did mention that the all the four home teams, the most experienced quarterback of the home teams is Dak Prescott of the Cowboys. Yeah, I did. 
I did hear that. Um, um, there's also another. There's also another little factoid I wanted to bring up. The New Orleans Saints are 13 and three this season, and have the first round seed of the playoffs. And they have home field advantage. They lost to the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Cowboys. The New Orleans Saints, when they won the Super Bowl, were 13-3, and had the one seed, and lost to the Buccaneers, the Panthers, and the Cowboys. Interesting little fact That's, there. That is interesting. Um, and Drew Brees was their quarterback. He was. As well. Austin Payton was their coach. Yeah, we'll, we'll crawl before we can walk on those Saints. I don't feel like talking about them yet. But okay, well, how, how do you fact, feel though about let's let's say that these things go uh, uh, the way we picked? So let's say the Bears beat the Eagles, uh, Seattle beats Dallas. Uh, what was the consensus? The Chargers would beat Baltimore. You guys both picked. Nope, uh, you, were, you were with me. I was. I was Ravens. Okay, so the Bravens would beat the Chargers, and that's uh, Houston would beat Indianapolis. That's one that I'm out to lunch on for you guys. So let's say let's say that happened. So then we're going to see what uh, Kansas City at Houston, well Houston at Kansas City, uh, Baltimore at New England, uh, Chicago at uh, or yeah Chicago at uh, uh, the Chargers, and uh, Seattle at New Orleans would be the next round. No, nah, it'd be uh, Chargers or Chicago at uh, uh, the LA Rams. Oh, right, yeah, Seattle at New Orleans. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Two against three and one against five. Um, the way that shapes up, I, I, I would have to think one that's going to play that it'll be the Chiefs and the Patriots and the Saints and the Chargers in the last two games. Yes, and no? you want the Chargers to be there, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> The Rams, damn it! But yeah. I, oh God, I, damn it! Yeah, I, well, I keep seeing I keep seeing L.A. and I keep trying to tell myself, remember that's the it's not the San Diego Chargers anymore. And then I keep calling everything I see L.A. I keep calling them the Chargers. Yeah, the Rams. I, I figure that's figure that's how it will end up. That it's going to be one against two and one against two. Well, I I, I mean, uh, hopefully we'll be on the air with more up to date information and stuff. But if, well, if yeah, we're okay, looking well, into a crystal, a, yeah, this is just a guess right now. But. Hypothetical, sure, but uh, you know, because I got to say that because I don't want to imply that I'm assuming that the Eagles won't be playing somebody. But um, if the Bears were to go to L.A., I think I agree with all four favorites there. But if the Bears were to go to L.A. with a revenge game there for the Rams losing to Chicago at Chicago. Uh, I think they'll beat the piss out of the Bears in L.A., but that's neither here nor there because that's not mm-hmm. yet. You don't have to worry about the Eagles, Tom, because even if they lose to uh, Chicago, they're going to get to be in that uh, lingerie bowl final. They got that to look forward to. Stop it. Zach Ertz in a thong, ladies and gentlemen. Well... I've seen Tom Robinson in a thong, and I survived. I have to. Uh, apparently, everybody has because I showed very poor judgment in sharing a video at one point. 
damn that internet all to hell. Uh, so, so there's when your, God, there's when your. When God said the internet was the devil, that was the video he clicked on. There's your <laughs> NFL uh, picks for the week, and uh, a throw in with the uh, NCAA championship game in there thrown in. Uh, what do you think? You know, huh? Who you picking, buddy? Oh. Crimson Tide, pick? I heard. Crimson Tide, I heard there. Tell him. Who you taking? Huh? Oh, now you want to? Now you don't want to say nothing. He's been you talking your pants of, he looked right up at you and went, West Virginia. <laughs> he knows better than them. Yeah, it's going to be a long year for you guys next year, boy. That's oh, uh, man. Oh, oh the basketball yeah, you, is breaking my heart right now. You got some, you got some serious speaking uh, of which, speaking long of weekend which, speaking coming. Of which, um, speaking of which, a little uh, preview, since we got a minute or two, a little preview of Wide Men Can't Jump next week. Uh, Robin Lundberg returns, former producer of First Take on ESPN, coming back, talking some hoops. With us, right on. And um, I've actually got a guy who used to play basketball for Coach Bob Huggins at West Virginia University a few years ago, uh, who's going to jump on with us soon and talk about playing for Coach Huggs and what it's like being a NCAA college basketball player with college basketball season heating up. So, got that coming your way soon too. And also the greatest co-host in the history of sports, T.D. Uh, <laughs> why is it when yeah. you abbreviate your – it sounds like something you got to rub salves and creams on your balls for. Well, it's awful, it's awful close to STD, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's close to STD, VD. Yeah, I mean, it's there. I mean, you got to – you got to go with that joke. I can't. I won't hold that against you guys. Can I get some hydrocortisone for my TD, please? <laughs> Coming from a farm. Uh, yeah. Well, now, now is where. Yeah. Now is where I say. Well, at least if I did ask for that in the country I live in, I could get some. <laughs> I agree. And I, agree. I wouldn't have to take. I wouldn't have to take out a loan to get it either. That's true. Oh no. On an unrelated yet related note, um, I must share this little tidbit with you guys before we go. Uh, I've been having some uh, rather animated dreams, some trouble sleeping. A.K.A. wet? No, negative on the sack. Well, I did piss that once, but that's a long story. Um, Yeah, uh, but no, I... I can recall some of them. I don't know, you know, I'd have to check with my sleep doctor to see what the hell's going on with me, but uh, some I act out and so forth. And for whatever reason, I was in a major league baseball all-star game playing right field, but there was a wall instead of fans and a left-hand hitter who I don't know who it was hit the ball towards me in right field. And I went to the left to get it and it hit the wall and ricocheted, so I threw my whole body to dive for the baseball, threw myself off the side of Robin's eight-foot bed, a fucking bed taller than her, and I woke up 
with I'm gonna you know, guess uh, what, that I, the, I related it to I related it to Nick Foles with the bruised ribs because I'm pretty banged up from that bump. I didn't tuck my um, chin. <laughs> the left hand hitter had to have been Wade Boggs. I, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck it was, but and and here's here's an interesting note as to why I was so intrigued at um making the catch is because in this stream and this shows the bizarre nature of the third part of this trio if you made an out you died so oh god um so yeah it was a very important game yeah it was murder ball and it was murder ball that would get me to actually tune into a baseball game Oh crap! Well, maybe maybe that was the maybe that was and the motivation. Can I can I please pick the lineups for the home for the teams, please? Yeah, really. Starting for the New York Yankees at center field, Brian Last. Oh, whoops! Did I say that? Ah. Yankees. Woo. Well, I yeah, hate the Yankees. Well, well, so does he. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well aware. That's why he's starting for him. <laughs> Hey, any guy, any guy who's going to go on a, on a nationally televised podcast as popular as the Jim Cornette experience and publicly say that he's going to seek out Jake the Snake Roberts and kick, slap the shit out of him, I believe was the correct, was the words he used. Yeah, can yeah suck, that was the can, word. Can suck my dick and go fuck himself. I don't care. What a loser. I mean, he's not hard to find. Go to any wrestling convention. Well, you won't find them in the basement of your house. I know that much. Or the editing room of the mighty Arcadian Vanguard. You won't find them in either of those two places. Sure. I don't have any comment. I don't have any comment, not because I don't want to be in the mix of this, but I, I don't really fully know what you're talking about. I think I passed a few posts. Well, it's what, the whole... what exactly? It's the whole Jerry Gray, uh, Jake the Snake owes Jerry Gray money, supposedly, and won't pay him. And because Jerry Gray is the darling of 605 and because he's ill, they keep making a point of it all the time. And today he said if he saw him, he would slap the shit out of him and get his money for him, which I just find totally ridiculous. Interesting. Not that we don't support Jerry Gray, by the way. Yeah, no, it's got nothing to do with Jerry. Got nothing to do with Jerry Gray. But this is a guy who continually plays music and things from stuff that he doesn't own, but he can squawk about how somebody else should pay up on their bills. So you worry about yourself there, TGBL. Well, wow. Bringing some heat to my old home. Well, they banned me from everything, so I, I don't care anymore. Whatever. The Canadian complaint corner in full effect. Yeah, I should I should write an article on that, but it doesn't have anything to do with what we to talk about here. So, uh, speaking of which, let's not let's stick with the wrestling. Uh, what did you think of uh, SmackDown actually outrating Raw for the first time in a few years? Not shocking, considering SmackDown's the better show. I actually watched the uh, what was it, the Fatal Five Way, I believe it was, or was it Four Way? Probably a five. Uh, it was uh, who Mysterio and Orton, and uh, yeah, it was five oh, minutes. Mo- Mojo Styles and the in the in the new guy. I can't remember his name. Um, he was in the gangsters, Mustafa Saeed. There you go. 
Uh, I have to say that's the first time in a long time I actually watched a match to its conclusion. Didn't mind it at all. Was pretty impressed. Yeah, hopefully that's a sign of things to come for them. Probably won't be, but I well, the it. most over the most over person in the company right now is Becky Lynch, and uh, I don't know if anybody saw what she tweeted, but it was absolutely savage what she said on Twitter earlier. Um, let me find it here. Somebody tweeted to Corey Graves. He tweeted, Corey yeah. Graves, I can't wait for our romance angle, in quotes. Somebody said, wish you would have a romance angle with Becky Lynch. Corey Graves, me too. She could use it. Becky Lynch tweeted back, of all things I could use in my life right now, a romance with a middle-aged emo poured into skinny jeans isn't one of them. Maybe you should wait till Monday to reply, you know, when you'll have help with what to say. God damn. Yeah. Becky. Yeah, I did catch that. Now, the question is, is, is that a, is that Becky Lynch actually writing that, or is that WWE I, assisted? I, I'm almost certain that's Becky Lynch writing that. Well, goddamn, she just went sir. up a notch, and she went up a notch in my book. Then I like that. That's heat. She's been doing crazy lately. I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, they, for the most part, they they have a, a decent amount of freedom. At least they used to, from what I heard. As long as they don't say nothing, you know, that's not politically incorrect. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, she can't go on there and call them gay or anything like that. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because that'll that would cause a shit storm of. Uh, okay, and then uh, one more note just to throw at you. I know nobody cares on this show except for me, but Tom, your Philadelphia Flyers suck balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, have to say, and and, and her new Jer- and the New Jersey Devils not far behind. Just saying. Yeah. Um, the, we're in South Jersey, so it's a Flyer fan base. Um, she's never been to a hockey game, and not that either of us like those that that particular squad this season. Although, still root You're for the right. Flyers. The Flyers are tied for last place in the entire league. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're pretty hard. To, like they're not doing well this year. Yeah, they're having a bad time. Of it. I I don't watch till. Playoff time, but unfortunately, I won't have that opportunity this year. <laughs> yeah. You won't need to this year. You'll you can watch the yeah. Penguins. You can watch Nate's Penguins right. play. Yeah, go Nate and Mark Madden. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there because uh, yeah, they haven't been doing so well. I, I, but, yeah. at least, like but at least everybody I, on their team can can lift their arms over their heads, so at least so they got that going for them. True. I like the pins. I also have a quite little fondness for the Columbus Blue Jackets right now. A friend of mine is a season ticket holder, and he's invited me to come watch a game up in Columbus. So. Well, I have to say, if you've never seen a game, it's worth going to because it's it's not uh, – it's a little different than the NBA because, of course, you get the uh, – because there's so much scoring in basketball compared to hockey, you don't get that uh, – uh, I don't know how to explain it and tell you the, the, the hockey, the, the hockey, there's that quiet buzz in the arena. 
and then when something uh, happens good for the home team, the place fucking explodes. Kind of like no a pop at a, at a yeah, kind of like a pop at a wrestling show, I guess you could say. Um, you know, you'll get the you know if the team's on a power play, let's say, and you'll the noise will pick up, and then all of a sudden, if they do score, it's like holy Christ, the building just blew up, and uh, in Columbus particularly, they shoot off the cannon, so that's always kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a. I've I've never seen an NBA game. I saw a uh, preseason game back when the Grizzlies and those guys first came into the league, but I don't think that probably didn't even come close to the, uh, you know, going to a real city that likes basketball so to regular, see a, a real to see a real game. Regular season NBA games are kind of laid back until the end of the fourth quarter if it's a close game. Then you'll get a little pickup. Like, I went to a game where the Wolves played the Hornets and uh, went into overtime, and the building was pretty electric. But I did go to a Cleveland Cavaliers-Detroit Pistons uh, playoff game a few years back, and that was just electric the whole night. Everybody was excited for the playoffs. So, playoffs are a different animal. Yeah, I just, you know, Agreed. Drag, you know go, go to Philadelphia and watch a game between the Penguins and the Flyers. It doesn't matter. Preseason, regular season playoffs. There's a serious amount of hate going on, um, and it gets ugly. And that's kind of fun to watch. So, if you like, if you like, uh, how many? Ga- I know they played in Philly tonight. I found out late that I wouldn't be at work, or we probably would have went. But um, how many? How many games do I have left to get that done? Is it, we're winding down, aren't we? Or oh no, we're you're you're only not quite to the halfway point. You got a whole half a season yet to work on. I thought we were past all. I'm saying, what am I thinking? It's not even February yet. No, no. I don't even know what fucking the, month it is. They played their 40th game tonight and lost. Uh, I'll just pull up the flyer schedule for you, see here, and tell you what you got left to look forward to. Uh, if there's any biggies coming up that you would be able to get tickets to, that wouldn't be. Well, you got the Bruins a couple times. A couple times. Uh, six January 16th against the Bruins. Uh, there's a game Saturday, February the second. You can you can go watch them play Edmonton, or Edmonton comes to town. There you might go. be able to get tickets. Might be able to get tickets Saturdays for Edmonton. Good. Yeah, okay. Saturday, February second. Saturday, February the ninth, against the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, Saturday the sixteenth against the Red Wings. That a little bit of hate there between those two teams. Well, there you Pretty go. Straight. Saturday, February the twenty third. The Pittsburgh Penguins on national Jeez. television. There you are. 8,700 tickets left yet. Price is as low as $77, according to ESPN. Just saying. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that would be that would be a game worth seeing. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. You could also, uh, you could also slip across the uh, – where you're at, Act. How far is uh, – uh, the New Jersey's rank from you. That's in uh, North Jersey, which would be a good, I think, an hour up, up the turnpike. Um, and maybe they play more, the, I mean, they play the Devils that, on Friday, March the first. No. They play the Devils in New Jersey, and that's that's a way easier ticket to get and cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, fun fact. Uh, that's your flyer moment. A little change of uh, pace here for just a second. 
take a wild stab at who the number two vote getter for guards is in the NBA right now for all-star votes? Ben Simmons. Markel No. No. Believe it or not. Is it worse than those two guesses? Can't be worse than those two guesses. There's nobody worse than that last one. No, I was going to say. Lonzo Ball. No. This is for guards in the West. In the West. Guards in the West. Oh, in the West. Sorry, sorry. Um, Number Number one is Steph Curry. And number two, by the way you're building it up. Is he a Timberwolf? Number one is Steph Curry. Number two, I'll I'll let you take a stab. Number three, James Harden. Four, Russell Westbrook. Five, Clay Thompson. Six, Damian Lillard. Seven, DeMar DeRozan. Eight, Lonzo Ball. Nine, Devin Booker. Ten, Chris Paul. Number two, with 698,086 votes for a guard. Uh, ahead of me, we're talking. This is what? What was that hint? Did you say this is me we're talking to? I totally missed that hint. Derek Rose. Get out of here. I kid you not. Who the hell's voting for him? Apparently, he's he's having a good year this year. Yeah, no, I don't dispute that he's played fairly well this year. And I don't, I mean, Derrick Rose has got a certain amount of name recognition, even to newbies like me, but still. I mean, everybody in the you state of Minnesota votes. could have voted and not come up with that many votes. He's He's getting votes. Maybe the people in Chicago are voting for him. I mean, Rose is still popular around the league. I mean, he had 51 on uh, Halloween night. Let me see what he's averaging for this season. I'm going to take a look at it here. He is averaging 19 points a game this season. He had 25 against Atlanta, 24 against Chicago in his last two games he played. So, And when he was in Chicago, the turn, when he had that big game, the whole crowd was chanting MVP. Gosh. On the road. I was going to guess, now that I think about it, I was going to guess Robin Robinson, but. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, well, I have to jump off here. I got to be up at four o'clock to go to work, and I got to get this little boy fed. So, glad we could jump on and talk a little bit, and uh, hope we can do it again very, very soon. Yeah, playoff weekend. Here we come. Can't wait. Take it easy, Big Nate. All right. Take it easy, guys. Later. There went Big Nate. And his noise not got all quieted here all of a sudden. Yeah. He uh, stayed up late for for his. Yeah. He just can't say no. He can't say no. Well, Well, we got 15 minutes left. You got anything you want to cover or anything you need to say? Anything you'd like to throw out there since you've been gone for a bit? Or, or you want to wrap it up? Uh, uh, something was brought to my attention during the broadcast that would be more Tim and Tom, and I don't feel like ranting right now. Uh, but just a teaser for the next time we go there. Uh, New York State has now allowed 
babies to be born under neutral gender X, neutral oh, gender. God. Oh, the madness continues. Uh, everybody should rent Idiocracy from Mike Judge because it's it's becoming reality. Doesn't it kind of died down a little bit there for a while, but now it seems it's ramped back up again. Just like the utter just things that are just so incredibly stupid that even stupid people are shaking their heads. Yeah. Mind you, I guess you I guess you got like you're living in a country without a government right now. I guess so. With this big shutdown, yeah. and all that nonsense. So, who knows? Uh, yeah, it's painful, but yeah, that's a rant for another day. Sports-wise, I can't think of too much. I think we've pretty much kind of kicked everything a tiny bit. Unless, of course, want to talk about the awesomeness that is Major League Baseball off-season, but I don't think so. So, moving on from there, uh, I guess we'll try yeah. to get uh, we'll try to get together next week for before uh, Saturday for next week's games and if not well, well it'll be what it'll be I guess what with the schedules and all it's best we can hope for right nah, now so. I mean I mean um, I, I, yesterday and today were kind of indicative that I'll, I will be more available I just had to make it through that little burst of what they call peak season and uh, peak now we'll be season. able to figure out now we'll be able to figure out some sort of regular um, because I did I don't know. You probably didn't listen to last night's show, but uh, I have been offered from uh, the Learning Channel uh, a, a new show where Frank and I are doing the hunt for Tom Robinson, where we uh, wow. we hit Philadelphia, we hit Philadelphia bars and convenience stores looking for Tom Robinson. But I guess if you're going to be back, forgot about, I forgot about cheesesteak joints. Oh God damn it! <laughs> oh, the show is fatally flawed. Yeah. Hell, with that, I, w- I know where to look. I don't want to find... I mean, it's not much of a show if I find you the first night. Right. I mean, I know where to I, I know where to go uh, west, and I won't say anymore in case you don't want anybody to know where that is, but I could, lo- I, I could also spend a few hours looking in the east part of that town, I, no doubt. Or is there an east yeah. part of that town? I don't even know if that exists, but... I don't, didn't know. Regular. I just well, it's always one of them questions I always want to ask, you know, like even for Nate. If there's a West Virginia, how come there's not an East Virginia? Right. Like, it does seem odd. And, and the other one that always floors me is, why is it Arkansas, but Kansas, if there's no AR in front of it? How come it's not Kansas? I heard the well, peanut gallery there for a moment. Uh, yeah, I heard it all through this hour, so you might as well give her some air time. Hey, yeah. No, Maybe without further ado. We got 10 minutes. Let her talk. <laughs> Bring her on. I'm all for it. Let's go. Come on, Robin. Get on the mic. Hi, I'm here. Oh, excellent. So now let's get to this whole Arkansas-Kansas <laughs> debate. Well, why is that now, or did you know? I don't know Arkansas, Kansas, but I do know there's only Deptford and West Deptford, no East Deptford. Okay, so there probably then there probably was a Deptford, and then they pushed the town yes. out, and that be, and that became West Deptford, but nobody yes. bothered to tag it. Deptford the, the is older, the, yes. Okay, all right, that is at least logical. Development I, built in West Deptford, I think, came probably in the fifties. That was, I think, the first development in West. Well, Denver. you know what? No, I'm I'm getting the feeling that we probably need to have a new show 
the Deptford Hour. You and I can go on and Hold talk on. about the his. I'm getting yelled at. He wants you back. He's jealous. Oh, he that house worker. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the history of West Deptford, the ratings just fucking dropped. Somebody they didn't plummeted. really want to be. Being on the air is not as much fun as it seems when you're actually on the air, is it? Yeah, yeah you feel kind anyway. of funny when you you think you're talking no, to No, I wanted to be on the air. He took the phone back. Oh, Tom. Well, I got I've got your number. I'll I'll just call you when Tom's not around with we'll nudge nudge and we'll we'll set up something for the West Deptford hour. Yeah. So don't let her talk about the Eagles. She just has one word. Or what? two words. Go, go Eagles, even... go. That's close. Is that, is if that somebody close? has a ball, it's go. Just go. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't do I couldn't do the, the, the loudest justice. somewhat Sebastian Bach-like. Yeah, maybe. Um, there's something in there. But, um, but yeah, big Eagles fan here. So maybe that's the reason. Maybe that's the reason I didn't pick the Bears. I know that's another one where, uh, again, I have to say, like, I mean, I kind of sort of, I wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles win just to stick it to uh, a few other franchises, and not one of them being the Cowboys, of course, but um, everybody's kind of been gleefully enjoying the fact that they haven't really done that well, even though they snuck in the back door for the playoffs. So, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, part of me, particularly, uh, oh, I don't know, the Pittsburgh Steelers come to mind. Um, where I, I wouldn't be here. I mean, I wouldn't bother me if the Eagles. Uh, in fact, I think it'd be a pretty good story if nothing else. If they, if they beat the Bears, they could easily march their way into the. Uh, they get on a roll and Foles is not hurt. So who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. that's what we're hoping for, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see on the last game of this playoff weekend. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. But anyways, on that note, uh, we're going to wrap her up for tonight. Uh, I imagine you got work tomorrow. And, well, up here, yeah, it's just another, uh, it's another free healthcare Friday for us up here tomorrow, but otherwise uh, not a lot on the docket for tomorrow, but uh, so I wish, uh, I wish you well for work tomorrow and don't let that uh, bossy chick of yours uh, push you around too much. Shouldn't call her a bossy chick. She's she's probably is she older than me or am I just slightly older than her? Without giving it away. Uh, you're both old fucks, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, I think we're the same um, age, but it I think when the it's the same. Right, I think it's the same month too. Good lord, really? If oh. I remember that. For, well, are I'm you February or March? I'm a Feb. Uh, and you're older. <laughs> Beautiful. That gives me that gives me the power. There you go. Back when I back when I was a boy, two weeks before you. <laughs> oh. And and I am a, uh, a very uh, what's the word youthful forty nine. Cough, cough. I, mean, I can't I even mean, fucking uh, walk. Robin has got to be what thirty six. Uh, yeah. Something like well, for me to be older than her, I mean, she, if she's 36, I mean, then I'm older than her because I'm only 37, so. All right. 
Right. Yeah, I, I, I was expecting a little more sympathy from you people when I fell off this fucking giant bed. But <laughs> well, I wasn't kinda... sure, to be quite honest. <laughs> I always have to sit there and think about it. Okay, is this a shooter or work? Because I'm never sure. No, it was true. Um, it's 100%. It's a, it's a shoot. Uh, okay, well then. Uh, yeah. Well, I have to, in full disclosure, tell you that I fell asleep on the couch the other day, woke up, sat up like you would, you know, sitting on the couch, fell back asleep sitting up, and fell off the couch. Nice. Yeah, hey, that's a move, let me tell you. And my old lady was like, what in the fuck? Because I made quite a racket when I hit the floor. Uh, Yeah, that didn't go over well, and I don't recommend it. Luckily, I missed the uh, coffee table. Or that could have got interesting, but uh, so I, I feel yeah. your pain to some degree. Yeah, it was it was an ugly bump, but anyway, and I don't believe I caught the uh, baseball. But I'm still alive, so I didn't. Uh, well, I didn't lose the well, that was because it was. Uh, you, you, there may there may be some kind of a a built-in Roman kind of thing there, where well, yeah, there was. You know, Robin is up at the uh, you know behind home plate. Up, you know, where the emperor would sit, and she gives it the thumbs up or the thumbs down thing. But you made enough yeah. effort that they, they didn't crucify you, so you survived. There you go. So I just got thrown fucking in the air. <laughs> they beat you and kicked the shit out of you, but you didn't die. So there you yeah. go. It's a win for you. All right. But, anyways, on that note, let's get the hell out of here. Thanks for everybody who suffered through this mess to this point. Uh, we'll see you all soon, and if not, I think Nate and I will be on Sunday probably for some roundtable action and uh, Wednesday for sure for the flagship show. I'm not sure about you, Tom, depending on work schedule, of course. Hopefully you're free for something coming up shortly. And uh, that's about it from us. So uh, send us home, big man. Peace. Thanks for listening to this show. On the Wide Men Radio Network, blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can download this and any other episode from our network at iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pod Paradise, Google Play, Player FM, and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. This show has been brought to you by the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, facebook.com slash makeupkennedy, and wowfreecam.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at Wide Jump. You can follow us on Instagram at Wide Men Can't Jump and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Wide Men Can't Jump. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Also, rate the show and tell us how we did. If you love us, please give us a five-star rating. Again, thanks for listening to this episode on the Wide Men Radio Network. Tune in, same time, same place, for the Wide Men Radio Network at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump.